What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's going on? We're going to get right into the biggest news story, not nay, nay, just in gaming, but in all of news this past week. That is the Tottenham fucking Hotspur are in the Champions League final. And I cannot be more excited. So, so which one is this one? <laughs> is this the FIFA World Cup? Or? No, this is this is the this is the uh, the club version of the Super Bowl, essentially. Okay, now who is the club? club. Uh, I'm saying the the like club soccer version. There's club soccer and there's international soccer. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What's the difference? Uh, club soccer is like professional, like where you get paid, and then international is just you're doing it for your country. Okay, so this is like this is like the NBA versus the the Olympics. Yes. Okay. Yes, and if 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 Tottenham can beat Liverpool on June the first, uh, they will be champions of Europe. And I still can't believe that this has happened. This this isn't even like like this has been more exciting than the Caps because the Caps were like supposed to win at some point, <laughs> right? Like the Caps were 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 projected to be champions forever so when it finally happened it was exciting but it was just like oh good this finally happened because it was supposed to be the whole time tottenham was not supposed to be nowhere close to to where they are oh it's like a cinderella right. story in in many ways and and the way that they won to get into the final was amazing so i'll, I'll give you the brief synopsis so tottenham was was uh was losing uh but because there's a in, in when you play these matches in the in the knockout rounds you play two matches, one at one team stadium and one at the other team stadium, and the tiebreaker. So in case the, the combined score ends up tied, they go by whichever team has scored the most away goals, whichever team scored the most goals on the road. So you can get into a situation where the lead will just pinball back and forth based on other teams scoring. And so Tottenham was losing, but if they scored, they would win. Uh, of course, soccer does not have a like a fixed time. Uh, like other sports do, because once you play the 90 minutes, then they add on uh, injury time, basically, which is to make up for the time wasted uh, during, you know, out of place stoppages and stuff like that. And so they add on five minutes, but it's still like a nebulous concept because the match ends when the referee blows his whistle, not based on any kind of official timekeeping. Mm -hmm. um, and so Tottenham scored what is as close as you can get to a buzzer beater in soccer because the match was set for 95 minutes and they scored pretty much on 95.00. Oh wow. Essentially. All right. And and to the point where if the if the team they were playing had defended and cleared the ball, the game literally would have been over. The referee would have blown his whistle. Oh. So it was quite exciting. Who uh who knocked out Arsenal? Uh Arsenal was not even in the Champions League this oh, year, Micah, because okay. they are a scrub team. God damn it! Uh, with when are when are we gonna win one? Well, we to to, to be so to be fair, Arsenal fan. Well, to be fair, uh, Arsenal was in the Europa League, which is the NIT uh, to the Champions League uh, NCAA tournament. Europa oh, League, yes, that's what it's called. But but Arsenal is in the Europa League final, so they will be playing Chelsea in the Europa League final. That's right. Both finals are an all England affair, which I'm sure is making the Premier League very happy. 
the Europa League. Yeah. That's, not, that's like the JROTC of, of this league. It is, basically. Oh. It, it, it's, it's a competition that Tottenham was familiar with for many years before oh. we finally started qualifying uh, regularly for the Champions League. Oh, well, we get the kids' table prize. All right. But if you but if Arsenal win the Europa League, they get to go to the Champions League next year. That's one of the benefits of winning the Europa League com, uh, competition. Oh, snap. You get automatic qualification for the Champions League. So I'm super excited. It still doesn't feel <clears throat> like it happened. Uh, but that's enough soccer talk for this video game podcast that we are hosting here. Uh, Terrence was gone last week. He's been playing a couple of uh, riveting titles that he would love to tell you about. Yeah. Riveting? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm curious to hear about Undernight N birth A B C D Q X three fifty eight over two days re <laughs> colon coded <laughs> undernight birth the actual name of the game is undernight and birth X late ST <laughs> don't ask me why the fuck is called that I have no fucking clue uh, the original came out I think in twenty twelve just regular undernight and birth um and they've had like two iterations since uh, <clears throat> it is a very Japanese fighting game. Um, it co- it's along the lines of like Guilty Gear. It's got a very easy to. I, I'm not fuck that. I'm not even gonna say it's easy to learn. Um, there's like five or six different systems in this game that I still am not 100 percent certain how they work. Um, there's come something called the grid system. There's something called chain shift. There's a Vorpal system, and it's kind of like a tug of war type thing going on. And it's complicated as fuck, but it's a very good game. Um, and it's super Japanese. You have your your prototype character. You've got your uh, your Canon Ryu characters and just uh, grapplers and all kinds of other stuff. And this is going to be one of the main games at um um at Evo, at, um, Evo this year. And yeah. I mean, I can see why because it is very good. Um, this is one of those games where you just if you've never played it, you're just not gonna know what the fuck you're gonna. You, you, you're not gonna know what they're talking about. Because they're going to be talking about all kinds of crazy shit, and you're like, what? <laughs> Fine. Fine. I just want to see people get beat up. And it's incredibly momentum-based. Um, hence that the, uh, <clears throat> the tug-of-war system in the in the actual fighting system itself. Uh, so if you see somebody gain momentum, like I've had matches where I'm down to no health at all, and then like I can get a combo off, and then the momentum will shift in my favor, and I've come back and won the character my, my opponent has had maybe like 80% of their health, and I've just won the match with literally like 10% health left. Wow. And it happens a lot. It's kind of weird how it works. Um, it's fun, and it's it's and it's and a lot different from Dragon Ball because it's the timing from combos are like super strict, and I have to get used to that. Like if you don't put, if you don't input your combos correctly, it's just, they don't give you any leeway. You just fuck your combo up. And you, and you, you open yourself up for someone gaining their momentum back and beating the shit out of you. Again, I like it. But it's it's way different from the shit I've been playing for the last couple of years. But it's good. Um, other game I picked up was uh, Watch Dogs Two because it was like ten bucks. That's it. That, wow, <laughs> that's it. Ringing endorsement. Bro, no, it's good. It's good. And I don't like playing a black protagonist who was just a black dude. Thank you. He's not. He's not like a stereotype. He's a very smart hacking nigga. I mean, he's a he's a very different type of stereotype. <laughs> I mean, not like 
when I think of like the nerdy black dude, he doesn't he doesn't strike me as that either. Mm. Um, the interesting thing is like his main weapon is like the um, his the magic cube phone. Yeah, what a magic phone <laughs> where he can literally do whatever the fuck he wants with it. But that, like, no, his physical weapon is like the cue ball with the string attached. Oh yeah, um, that's dope. And he's a hacker, but like you can three D print like weapons. Yeah, and he murders people. Yeah, like, that's... a lot of people. I'm like, yo, this this is throwing me off. Like everything is cool, but like when you do missions where you just got to put bullets into cops, I'm like. <laughs> You're a hacker, my nigga. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's I, going on? I try my best to not use guns. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah me too. I'm like, I just want to use a taser, dog. Because that's, that's what you're here for. Like, yeah, you're hardcore like, and you use a taser gun. Like, why am I using, like, AR-15s and shit? It's really right. weird. Right. It's like, it just really didn't make sense. Right. Especially because, like, during the story missions, like, there would be, like... You know, like, oh, we got to figure out a way to try and do this without doing such and such and such and such. But you can play the missions damn near any way you want. So right. you want to just pull out your, you know, cardboard fucking assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> just mow people down. Like, all right, whatever. Yeah, you can't. And like, like in the beginning of the game, the first mission, they test you, right? And you got to go through the um, CTOS or CTOS and you have to wipe your slate clean mm-hmm. on like little misdemeanors you may have done. And then you go on on a murdering spree. I'm like, nigga, what is going on in this game? It's so fucking like it's a good, it's very good. Like the representation of San Francisco is, is awesome. Um, like they have a bunch of different customizations as far as clothes and shit, but like this is just it's kind of I like it, but that's really taking me out of like the game. I, like I really would have appreciated that game so much more if this dude one could not take a bullet and and two was not given anything other than like you said the taser yeah and his um and his two um drones and shit right to right. kind of like scope an area because essentially you want to be like a hitman without putting bullets in the people right. <laughs> right. like what the fuck are you walking around stanford <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a and how did you learn to use all those weapons, dude? It's like it's not that easy, right? Like, weapons did not pick up and play, right? <laughs> like, like, hey, I'm gonna go tag the Golden Gate Bridge, and then I'm just gonna perch up there with my cardboard sniper <laughs> rifle and just fucking murk people, yo. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I mean, to be fair, like Ubisoft, though they've kind of turned around as one of the better big developers they make assassin's creed and then they make other different themed versions of assassin's creed it seems like now yeah like i really like that game man but it just does not make sense <laughs> like i like the aesthetic like i like the soundtrack um it's it's cool like it looks good but like that shit i'm just like why am i doing all this <laughs> but it's fun like if you've never played it before like i would recommend it i mean again you can play it without just going on a fucking psychopathic murdering spree but it's you know sometimes you want to somebody i but guess you're a, <laughs> but you're a hacker <laughs> it was like only other things before you wiped this late clean was probably running a red light right like, like hacking into the dark web or some shit. I don't know. You get out of Oakland to leave that life. <laughs> you were scared. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? That was the, fuck, was the wildest shit, dude. And oh, some people were like, oh, it's just whatever. But nah, it's weird. Bro. It's fucking weird. Yeah, you're trying to tell a story, man. Like, 
Well, if you want to just shoot things, uh, you can pick up Rage 2 this week. That highlights our uh, new releases for the week. The reviews get, that are coming in are basically great gameplay, shallow open world, so a solid 7.5 slash 8. Anybody play the first one? Nope. We didn't. Uh, we yeah, didn't I played didn't. the first one. It was, um, it took me twice. <laughs> I, I played it when it first came out, and then I'm like, nah. Then I picked it up again when it was like five bucks, and I watched it. Um, it was all right. The gun yeah. was fine because ID software, they that's what they do. But like the rest of it was kind of like, yeah. And see, it's yeah, I guess that's kind of remained the same for this one as well. So, but yeah, if you're looking for just a fun run around and shoot things game, I guess check out Rage Two. Uh, certainly, it's probably gonna be better than Bubsy Paws on Fire. Somehow, the Bubsy games are making a return. Uh, so that's coming out this week on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, man, there are just so many shitty mascot games that we forgot about from the late yeah, 90s. Man. Like, good Bugsy. lord. What was the other one? Uh, Gex the Gecko <laughs> was another. Uh... Remember uh, Spot? Yep. Cool. Well, that, that was, that was, that was, that was like the up, 80s. Right? Yeah, that was a that long was like, time ago. Long fucking. That long game wasn't too bad. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It was on Nintendo. I like Spot. I didn't like the Noid game. No, no one needs yeah, you no, Noid. So not 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 in this uh not in this universe. Do you think people listening know what the Noid is? No, I would imagine that there is a very I would imagine that probably 95% of our listeners have no idea what the fucking Noid is. And we're not gonna tell you. You can Google the Noid uh to find out which company the Noid used to represent and find out what it was and make sure you go to YouTube and watch some of the Noid commercials and then just realize that they made an NES game uh with this character in the starring role. So. Oh shit. Uh, a Plague Tale Innocence comes to PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, for some reason, uh, the second consecutive week with why did they remaster this game? Uh, Sniper Elite V2 gets a remastered edition coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. So if you really want to kill Hitler again, uh, you can get Sniper Elite V2. Uh, the Castlevania Anniversary Collection is coming to PlayStation 4. And Micah's favorite game of the week, I have to imagine, as it's relevant to his interests, uh, Bartender VR Simulator comes <laughs> to the PlayStation <laughs> VR this week as well. So, Micah, if you ever wanted to pour some cocktails, uh, wow. you could do it in virtual reality. Wow. I have to look at this. Um Wow, they will literally make a game out of anything. Right? They will. They like every mundane job that exists is going to is going to get a VR simulator of some kind. Goodness, at some gracious. point. So, wow, look at I'm just looking at like like uh, uh, screen caps of previews of of YouTube videos and see these <laughs> dorks with these with these stupid things on their head, uh, <laughs> pretending that they're tending bar and enjoying it. Um. Yeah, this this sucks, man. <laughs> this looks terrible. <laughs> wow. And then it's got like the 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 virtual reality thing where you see the hands. Reason, yeah, you see the hands, but only the hands. Yep. It, that that always is very off putting to me. Feels like um, feels like uh, you know, I should be playing like some weird version of Smash Brothers, like the master hand at his day job is a fucking bartender. And at night he goes and hits Mario in the face or some shit. Well, stay tuned next week for Walmart Cart Wrangler Simulator, <laughs> which I'm sure is probably going to be <laughs> next week's new release. Because like I said, every job that exists is going to get a simulator game of some kind. 
So moving on to quick hit news. Um, we talked last week about Randy Pitchford and how a little faux pas led to a uh, major online uh, deluge against him. And uh, boy, howdy, could we not have seen what was coming the following week? Because this shit is going off the fucking rails. Um, so David Eddings was a guy that used to work at Gearbox, and he was also the voice of Claptrap in the Borderlands games. And people asked him why they uh, why he wasn't coming back to reprise the role in Borderlands 3, and he mentioned the fact that he asked for back pay because apparently Gearbox employees were allowed to provide voices in the Borderlands games, uh, not required to do it as part of their job, but they could do it if they wanted to, but they weren't paid for it. So he wanted uh, back pay. Uh, as well as to be paid for this one as well. And uh, Gearbox said that uh, they offered him an industry standard rate. Um, and somehow Randy Pitchford got involved on Twitter. And uh, they were basically, people were saying, hey, they forced this guy to do Claptrap's voice. And I'm going to quote Randy Pitchford uh, from his Twitter feed. And he says, there was no force. He wanted it and reveled in it. The yeah. issue today is that Mr. Eddings is bitter and disgruntled about having been terminated. He was offering to offer two times scale. He refused. I don't want him to do it unless he wants to do it as motivation affects performance. Well, but that, so that's not all. So then uh, in response to this, David Eddings said that he had been willing to redo the role and, but, and put bad feelings aside, but he ultimately did offer to do it. It's like said, quote unquote for free in exchange for past royalties, Plus an apology for something he said he had never spoken about publicly that Randy Pitchford physically assaulted him in the lobby of the Marriott Marquis at GDC 2017. And then he followed that up with several more tweets about uh, Pitchford and Gearbox and all sorts of other stuff. Now, this claim seemed dubious at first. Like it seemed odd that he had never mentioned it. It seemed odd that it was never litigated. You know, this is the first we're hearing about it in this context. It seemed odd. And ran, and to be fair to Randy Pitchford, David Eddings has portrayed himself as someone who's been quite bitter uh, since leaving Gearbox, quite frankly. Uh, since then, though, uh, the story has been corroborated by two people who claim to have witnessed uh, the attack, which and which was a shove, basically, like he shoved David Eddings uh, because David Eddings had heard a rumor uh, that someone who Randy Pitchford knew personally had been looking to acquire Gearbox. And when confronting him, try, attempting to confront him about this rumor, uh, Randy Pitchford acted angrily, uh, demanding to know who uh gave him the information apparently newsweek acquired uh, uh some text messages back and forth between them and randy pitchford literally like asking david eddings where your loyalties lie and this that like like this kind of bullshit so <laughs> yeah so i was actually saw this early today um, like it's like cults like where your loyalties lie and there was no force he wanted it and reveled in it like you're a bit of a problem, dude. Like, like that's that's very rapey. <laughs> it is. I mean, he did have like porn on his fucking on a on a thumb drive. Yeah, it's it's it sure is it sure is bringing these uh, other previous allegations into. Yeah. A He's a fucking focus. weirdo, dude. Like, I'd punch that nigga in his throat. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't show me, dog. I'm gonna punch you in the face. Yeah. I gotta punch that dork right in his mouth. <laughs> You're like, dude, yeah, take your magic trick doing ass to the fucking hospital, nigga. But That's the perfect word for him, too. Dork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, look, at this point, like, 
Are they lying? Because they said like the the co-founder is one of the fucking witnesses. The co-founder of Gearbox is one of the witnesses that saw this shit. I mean, it's it's kind of difficult to claim that uh, that the story is is exaggerated right. when you have two people that attest to have witnessed it. Right. Like at this point, like no, nah, you probably shoved that dude, and like you probably shoved the right person because somebody else would have probably much punched you in your face because <laughs> like, you knew he wasn't going to do anything. And on a side note, Claptrap is annoying as fuck, but that doesn't give you the right to shove the dude that does the voice. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm look. Randy Pitchford, he 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 blows things out of proportion. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a dick. Not a bit of a dick. He's a big dick. Um, he's an asshole, and he's proven it over the last month, like with this whole um, the, the microtransaction things. Uh, right during the the uh, presentation, you said they weren't going to have microtransactions. Like, oh, we talked about that last week. You did. That, that was that was last week's big story. Is that we? Uh, right. You know, he freaked the fuck out on Game Informer for correctly reporting a story. <laughs> He's like, technically, they are. Like, I get what he was saying. Not like loot boxes, but like, yeah, they're microtransactions, bro. Right. Like you misspoke. Like all you have to all like yeah. Yeah. Last week, all you have to do is say, hey, I I misspoke. Uh, here's what I meant. And the crazy thing is, like, there were well, were there microtransactions in the there were yeah you could you could buy yeah. uh, skins basically so. right so I mean it's not a big fucking deal like it's the same shit in the second one does it um but he he tends to he tends to blow things out of proportion and he tends to make himself feel like the victim he ten, he tends to make himself the victim constantly um you're a CEO of a fucking video game company dog make a lot of fucking money stop being a bitch. That's another perfect word for it. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, a bitch, yo. Yeah, he, I don't, I don't like that guy, yo. And and like your name is Randy Pitchford, yo. You're a <laughs> terrible pitch man. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> like you are. You just, just show the gameplay. Let let it speak for itself. We don't need to see your mad tricks. We don't. <laughs> we don't need to see all this stuff. You keep your mouth shut, dog. That's, That's, it. Do. That's it. You are well, doing way more harm than you are good. Do you do you uh, watch Veep? Either of you? No. Yo, uh, there's a character on there named Jonah Ryan, and that is who Randy Pitchford reminds me of. And Jonah Ryan is just this big, gangly, weird, dork ass bitch. Like it, it's uh, all right. Yo. God, I like Borderlands so much. I just really yeah. need him to be quiet. So, funnily enough, since since the other two people came forward, uh, he's been awful quiet on Twitter since then, weirdly enough. Um, Boy is probably like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? I, I think, <laughs> and, and I really hope that Randy Pitchford's obvious ego uh, can get past the point, because all he really should be doing for the next six months on Twitter is keeping his mouth shut, tw- tweeting out shift keys, and letting the game director be the face of Borderlands 3. Because right. like you said, Mike, all he's going to do is cause cause harm uh to what should be a you know a triumphant moment for Gearbox with this game coming out. It's gonna be by all accounts extremely successful. Um yeah, I've heard yeah. nothing but good things that people like all the people the the influencers that they brought to play the game um for the demo. Everybody was like, yo, this is great. It's more Borderlands, but like Little, little like thing better. Added. It's like it's just better, but he is 
Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to this game. And it just like every time I hear that guy's name, it just it just it 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 deflates the excitement just a little bit, man. Right. Well, he he lost a lot of goodwill with the what was the last game that he he, he well he had Battleborn? Aliens, Colonial Marines. Aliens, Colonial Marines, which was trash. You can still buy that game. <laughs> I don't know why you would want to. They never fixed it. <laughs> so, like, I, yeah, and he's still, I don't think he's still a page. Like, I think he owes people an apology for that game. <laughs> I don't think he gave people one. That game was a mess. No, Terrence, we owe him an apology. Yeah, I don't know what for being hard on it. For being hard on the game, how dare we? How dare you criticize a game? Yeah, Yeah. like he's he's just a fucking like I could not be in the same room with him because I would probably want to fight him. And look what what he what he has done, and and I'm I'm making a flippant comparison, and I'm I'm probably it's probably inappropriate. So I'll preface this by saying what he's done is not nearly on the level as the other two examples that I'm going to cite. But when you think of, of media and you think of people that have trouble, you know, supporting a product from specific people, you think obviously of like Roman Polanski and Woody Allen in film is there's a lot of people that run away from stuff that they do because of allegations and things that they've done in their past. And, and Randy Pitchford, again, not on the same level cause it's not, but he's, he's, he's quickly, like approaching that same level of like of just people not liking him. And it, like you guys said, it's threatening to they are there probably are gonna be some people that are just like, I don't want to fucking play this game because I don't want to support him right. financially. Brad, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that Roman Polanski and Woody Allen at some point have said there was no force. <laughs> they wanted it, reveled in it. <laughs> that's that's gross. And I really like Midnight in Paris, yeah. And I can I can never watch I really I like that goddamn movie. It's so good. I can't watch that movie again <laughs> without feeling some kind of way. Uh, 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 well. <laughs> yeah. So that's gross. Yeah. Come you know, sit your ass down somewhere, Randy, and just let your game come out. Just, just shut up. Just shut your mouth. Just fucking go crawl into a hole. Like I said, tweet your shift keys, and just fucking just just stop talking. Stop talking. That's yeah. that's what that's all you have to do is just don't open your fucking your, mouth. Your goodwill has has waned. Oh, waned. It's gone. You, you it's had exploded. Any. Are you kidding? Like when was the last time he had any? Like I feel like he probably gained it back during the fucking conference, during the fucking demo for a. Buffer of. I don't know. That magic trick was quite uh, <laughs> quite elaborate and unnecessary in length. I can feel like he got it for Borderlands 3, that, the, the, the presentation. And then, like, he started talking. See, that's all a part of presenting, though, right? Like, you got to bore people to fucking death so that when you bring them out again, it's like, oh, my God, right? Like, and And to be fair, like, he brought the development team on stage and acknowledged them. But at the same time, like, he... It's and and again, I'm talking. I, I don't know Randy Pitchford. I'm just basing this on the years of watching him in presentations of that. He has to be the center of attention. Like he can't yeah. not just be a guy that's there or not be there. Again, like like the game director. Every time I hear that guy talk, is you know delivers great information. He's enthusiastic. He's not you know like a bore. Or some you know 
he's not like a programmer to listen to. You know how sometimes you know they send the wrong guy on stage to talk about this stuff. No, he's a great messenger for that game. Just let that dude do the talking. Like it's it's not fucking hard. Just don't show up, please. Yeah, you're the CEO. But the people that design the game speak for it, please. Yeah, you had the idea, but like the same time, like nah, dog. People don't like CEOs here. Just inherently. <laughs> like, just, we don't like CEOs. It's a good thing board. It's a good thing uh to uh gearbox isn't like a publicly traded company because I can't imagine yeah, what no. a board of directors would fucking be thinking. <laughs> like, nigga, what the fuck how about how this dude's behavior? Like, like they would literally put like a muzzle on him, like shut up. Like you are fucking this up. You are strangling the golden goose. Shut your mouth. Yeah, no kidding. Man. So Jesus. But yeah, please just shut up, Randy Pitchford. Um, EA uh, is finally bringing the EA Access subscription service to PlayStation 4. It's coming this July. Uh, it's going to cost $4.99 per month or $29.99 for the entire year, which is exactly what it costs on Xbox One. Uh, for those unfamiliar, the EA Access uh, subscription service provides subscribers to uh, unlimited access to over 50 EA games, uh, including... Uh, the article, the press release has them listed like Battlefront 2, Burnout, Burnout Paradise, Sims 4, Battlefield 1, uh, and whatever the most recent Madden, NBA Live, and NHL games are. Typically what happens is the game will come out in stores, and then six months later, it's available on EA Access. It also gives you um, what they call play-first trials, which lets you play uh, new games before they release up to 10 hours uh, usually the weekend before Mike has talked about this before because he's played, you know, Dragon Dragon Age early and Mass Effect early and things like that. So, yeah, uh, Sony blocked this from the service or blocked this when it originally started in 2014, uh, saying that, quote, we don't think asking our fans to pay an initial five dollars a month for this EA specific program represents good value to the PlayStation gamer. I guess the winds have changed in the gaming industry and they realized that it is a pretty good value for people that are fans of EA. So bully for but is it though? Like with, with EA access and Xbox there, you can play 360 games also, right? You can't do that with this. Can you, I don't know. Can you play 360 games? I thought it was the Xbox version. Yeah. It's backwards compatible. <laughs> yeah. And you can't do that with this. I mean, it's still a pretty good value. Like if you don't want to, Pay sixty dollars for a game when it comes out, and then if you wait six months, you can just play it incessantly. Like yeah. Terrence could dip into Battlefield One again if he wanted to, after not having played it for a very, very, very long time. Right. I mean, EA's Probably catalog like, is not the best. Yeah, EA's catalog is not what I wanted. That's why I don't pay for it. That's why I didn't pay for it on um, Xbox. I mean, uh, if anything, you can just pay your five dollars whenever a game of theirs is coming out that you want and play it early. That's that's yeah, that, that that's what Micah did. So yeah. <laughs> So if you just can't wait and you have to, you know, play the early code and, you know, judge a game in pre-release state and, and get a lot, yeah. throw a lot of bad PR on the internet, then Anthem much. <laughs> you can certainly do that. Is Anthem free to play yet? No, it won't be until, I guess, August by their normal timetable. So, <laughs> uh, well, not, not even free to play. No, no, I mean, it'll be part of the access. Like, I mean, like free to play isn't like, no, you're not, they're not going to make that game free to play. I don't think they're going to fix it. They will. Well, if, they don't, if they don't fix it, they're not going to make it free. Yeah, that's for that's for fun. <laughs> well, for sure. So. I, don't, I, don't, I think I think they've essentially just been like, "Fuck it, we we fuck it. we failed." I don't think they're going to. I don't think not, they're going to put money behind paying behind trying to fix it. Yeah. 
that's not you can't but the, as much money was invested in that game you can't just fucking write that off and be like yeah we're just not going to do it sorry we just flushed 50 million dollars down the toilet that doesn't work that way <laughs> look i don't think i don't look i don't think they are yeah cuz they, they i don't think they're learning from anything anything it's been out for what 2 3 months i don't think that you can it's it's very it's a very difficult thing to make that proclamation when no Man's Sky is a thing that exists, and we and we all yes, saw the, the yes, way that that. But No Man's Sky was a smaller development team. Yeah. So if and anything, they gave, and they had the time. I know, like, but if I, anything, I EA has more resources. To, yeah, they have more resources. To, to put but I feel there. like they're just going to be like, "Yeah, we fucked up," because they their responses to them fucking this thing all the way up has to been to fuck it up even more. Yeah, but imagine <laughs> imagine the PR nightmare. Like it's been bad enough as it is from a PR standpoint. Imagine what the reaction would be. Three months after this, you know, much ballyhooed game came out that people paid $60 for, and three months in, they're like, oh, we fucked it up, guys. Sorry. Like, do you think anyone's anyone is buying an EA game after that? Like, if they pay, if they bought Anthem and is like, oh, you're just bailing after three months, I would never buy another EA game ever again. Madden is coming out, what, two months? <laughs> I don't, I don't know how much crossover there is in those two. Yeah, there's probably not a lot of crossover, bases, but I'm just but saying, like, I don't, I don't think they're going to fix it. I don't. We'll see in like six months. Like I said, I, I, I think I think No Man's Sky proved that you can have a really a, bad launch. There's a bunch of different examples of games yeah. that have come from the ashes, but like, who knows? Well, they need to do a Randy Pitcher and shut the fuck up. They have been. They, they have been. They haven't been fucking talking for the last couple of weeks. You sure? Pretty sure. I mean, they've been they've been <laughs> dropping news when they can, but for the most part, they've been the last kind of thing quiet. I saw was um, what happened? They they removed some stuff from a patch that they released. Um, they had a like a live stream where they were talking about like level design. <laughs> when people were like, "But what about them drops though?" <laughs> and they got mad when people were asking them about like loot drops, and they were like, "But this level, yo." <laughs> well, they, 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 put out, they put out the new stronghold, and they were they were touring through the new stronghold, and people were yeah, asking. And, people, and then, well, and then like, you know, what about the drops? So, so this is a looter shooter. What about the drops? Well, no, the yeah. last thing I can't remember if we talked about this in the show. The, la- the last major thing that happened is they is people. It was rumored that like everyone was moving on to Dragon Age Four, and that wasn't the case. Like a couple people that aren't needed for Anthem at this point because you don't need like a lead producer for a game that's come out already. You know what I mean? So right. like Mark Mark Darrow went to Dragon Age Four. Yeah, I'm like, oh, everyone's leaving. I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. But like, oh, look, I don't. I think they're just going to chalk us up as a loss. But again, we'll see. But I don't. I, I like I said, we'll I see. can't. I cannot see them this early on just being like, yeah, fucking, you know, just chalk it up as an L. Just write it off. Like, no, you have too many people that are invested. It's not going to. Yeah. You can't just do that. You can't just Maybe. do that. I mean, for fuck's sake, Fallout 76 is still getting upgrades. And if, if there was anyone that would have been a good candidate to just fucking. Punted and is move on. Free to play yet? <laughs> no, it's not. You still have to buy that. Wow. Really? I can't believe that. Uh, speaking of free to play, uh, I don't remember when oh, Dauntless that, was announced. PS4? Yeah, it's coming out. It. It's coming out next week, as a matter of fact. Oh, uh, free shit. to play on PS4, Xbox One, and PC uh, starting on May 21st. Dauntless, uh, this was a uh, it was a trailer uh, that came out during one of the E3 presentations a couple of years ago. I really honestly don't remember which one. Um, but this is a free to play game. It's, it's drawing comparisons to like monster hunter, uh, things of that nature, but shorter fights, simpler combat. 
fewer creatures um and but a lot more accessible obviously than something like monster hunter is so right. man it's, it's it's free like i said it, the game looks somewhat interesting and again if you're not going to charge me to play it i'll at least try it so, yeah it looks fun i'm like, sure it yeah, sounds saying. like terrence will too micah won't because he's a grumpy old man who doesn't like uh like cool things doesn't like free to play games <laughs> no, no insist on spending 60 dollars on every game regardless I mean, of what I, game I mean, that is. How, how will i know that it's good if i don't pay for it <laughs> i don't want to know what kind of like um money model they got this if it's like if it's that type of game is it going to be cosmetics or what we shall see as far as uh <clears throat> that shit goes uh anyway so last week, uh, the Ubisoft store leaked the existence of a new Ghost Recon game, and then Ubisoft uh, debuted it the next day. So Ghost Recon Breakpoint is coming October 4th to PS4, Xbox One, and PC uh, as a new Ghost Recon game, and the main antagonist of the game is going to be played by John Parenthal uh, of yeah, the Punisher, Punisher fame. Yep. <laughs> it looks really good. It I mean, looks it looks too fucking hardcore for me. Like I watched that gameplay trailer that they showed. So mm-hmm. the big thing with this one is that you have like persistent injury. So like think like you know Gear Solid Three, basically where you're fucking gimping around till you have a chance to throw a med pack on yourself, basically, um, and trying to move around. And your teammates can pick you up in the field. They can also like you know firemen's carry you to a secure location before they try to revive you, which is smart. Uh, they made a big fucking stink how you can like roll around in the mud and camouflage yourself uh, because we've all seen the Predator before. <laughs> um, and so, like I said, it looks like more Ghost Recon. It appears that if you enjoyed Wildlands, uh, you should probably be looking forward to uh, Breakpoints. Uh, but well, I'm sure we'll learn more at E3. What did you guys think of the gameplay reveal? It looks aesthetically it looks kind of it looks kind of amazing um i don't know if i'm going to play this like I don't, I'm, I'm getting old and my attention span is is waning <laughs> and i just don't like a lot of difficulty anymore that's why i haven't beaten um yeah i have not beaten it i listened to the last week's episode i have not beaten um <clears throat> second row Fuck. <laughs> yeah welcome to the club bro like i'm like yeah what the fuck like again like it's too fucking hard. Just is. Like, I could. I'm sure I could, but I don't want to. Anymore. I'm just done. Like, I don't even know how far into the game I am. I don't know if I'm almost done, if I'm halfway, whatever. Um, but this looks fine. I mean, it's not my game. Not my type of game. Um, the only Ghost Recon game I remember playing is Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. And from then on, I knew that Ghost Recon games are not for me. And those games were easier than the yeah, original so, Ghost Recon games. Right, right. Like, well, nah, fuck all that. I ain't got time for all that. First like, of all, I yeah, because I enjoyed that game because it was it was uh, very arcadey. It was more arcadey than than the other ones. Yeah, all that planning and shit. I ain't got time for all that. But um, the thing with Ubisoft shooters, they don't feel right to me. They don't feel right. They all feel sluggish. They all feel like they're overly animated. Yeah, it's because uh, they're Assassin's Creed games that they threw guns. <laughs> <laughs> like it just doesn't. It just doesn't. Um, the controls never feel right. Like nothing feels snappy. Nothing feels, you know. And, and this looks like way more of that. And I am. Uh, 
like you said, I I don't need another job simulator. That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking special forces simulator. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, it's a it's a cool job or whatever, but it's a job simulator. Nah, man, I don't need all that. Like as soon as I saw the persistent injury thing, all I could think of is fucking diving through menus in MGS3 and getting like the little cutscenes of burning the leeches off you with like the fucking cigar <laughs> re- re- resetting your broken limb because Solid Snake or sorry Naked Snake was able to take more punishment in a fucking two day time span than any human alive and still come out clean on the other side. I would watch this movie. I would watch Fair the enough. movie. But uh, I would not watch too much of someone streaming it. Um, but yeah, I'd watch the movie. And like, if they were like Soldiers of Fortune, then I'd really watch. Well, if they were like Soldiers of Fortune, then they'd be the A team. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I would probably watch this movie. But I mean, like you said, Terrence, the game looks good. But um, I just, I never understood. I never understood like Ubisoft's like art direction their art direction to me always their their faces human faces in every ubisoft game human faces just don't look right to me <laughs> i think the only thing i'm surprised about with this is that it's coming out in the fall like ghost recon seems like a spring release game to me and i guess this is their big title for fall 2019 um because they're not going to have anything else we know there's not gonna be an assassin's creed game this year um i don't know when fucking pirate ship simulator is coming out from them um, but it's going to be at some point. But I guess this is their big fall title. Um, it's just odd to me. I, I, I just feel like it's not going to do well uh, where they have it slated. So we'll, well see. They got, uh, they got the Punisher right. So they do. And and while to be fair, Wildlands had a really long, uh, much like a lot of their games have been lately. Wildlands had a really long dovetail. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's weird how Ubisoft like they. For the last couple of years, they've released games that people are like, yo, what the fuck is this? But they've slowly, like, apparently that game is another one of those games, kind of like um, <clears throat> Rainbow Six, where they just Rainbow keep, Six, they where keep they adding content add to it. Yep. They just added content to it, and people were like, oh, this is actually kind of dope. Um, yeah, that, I don't know what's going on with their with their division, with their <laughs> development, but... I mean, they're still adding content to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, there's something just came out today, or was coming out next week or some shit like that. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. So at least they, at least you know if you get a Ubisoft game, it's gonna be supported. Yeah, you're getting your money's worth. Very <laughs> least. It'll be more than you want, but you're gonna get it, <laughs> goddammit. Uh Nintendo released a small update to Tetris ninety nine uh that added offline play and a new marathon mode. You do have to pay for this update, it's nine ninety nine. Um, but that gets you uh, you know the mar- traditional Marathon Tetris mode, and you can do Battle Royale against 98 computer-controlled opponents. Uh, of course, don't do that because be a man and play Tetris 99 <laughs> the way they intended against a lot of hardcore people. Uh, my uh, my prowess in that game is waning uh, because obviously all the filthy casuals have stopped playing it at this point, and now all that's left is the fucking hardcores. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not able to just finish top 10 every fucking match now, which is making me really sad. The hardcore tetraphiles. Yeah. And there's, um, a, there's a tournament this weekend that if you uh, participate enough in, you get a Game Boy era skin for Tetris 99 that I'm looking very forward to. Wow. So I um the highest I've ever, I've never gotten number one. Highest I've gotten is number two. And that's just, that, that's, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I haven't won in a while if it makes you feel any better, Micah. 
but you've won, so it I doesn't have. make me feel better, Brad. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, now you can pay ten dollars and you can play against the computer and when you know whittle them down to easy mode and have your way with them. So, yeah, that's that's also my life sitting around <laughs> playing fighting games against the CPU. Yeah, that just does nothing for me. Uh, I turn it up. I turn. I turn the difficulty up. I mean, I get just enough <laughs> because knowing knowing that there's another human being on the other side whooping my ass makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Like I, I try to be as cool as as possible, but I have a competitive streak. Like I'm a, I'm a fucking like man. I, right. I don't like losing either. That's yeah. why I keep all, well, you know, I'm, uh, I suck, I suck, I suck. <laughs> Bitch, I don't suck as bad as I say I do. That's just me trying to deflate the situation to throw you off guard to maybe go easy on me so then I can fucking beat you, yo. Like, because yeah. I hate fucking losing. So I don't go easy on anybody. Quick Fuck aside, that. are you still playing uh, Mortal Kombat 11, Micah? You know, I found the perfect. I found the perfect way to play Mortal Kombat 11, and I can do it while multitasking. You see, when I get home, I want to play with my son, and I keep him, you know, in this little pillow, and I talk to him or whatever. But next to me, I have the iPad, and normally the iPad is used for watching like TV or whatever on, or to for him to listen to lullaby music, right? But when I get home, and uh, uh, I'm playing with him. I turn on the remote play for the iPad, turns the PlayStation on, streams the PlayStation to the iPad. I set up a Towers of Time and see if there's in Mortal Kombat and see if there's some gear that I want. And then I put it on on uh, AI battle to let the computer just play the game for me. <laughs> and, then, and then it gets me all the stuff I want. That you will never use because you're not actually playing World Combat 11. You're letting the CPU Correct. play it for you. Fantastic. Fantastic testimonial <laughs> for Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> like we discussed a couple weeks ago. Just let it play itself for you. It's fine. Let it play itself. All that hard yes. shit. All that hard shit. Guess what? The CPU can read inputs too. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. Like that whole setup is so goddamn dumb. It's really dumb, though. Is really dumb. Last up in uh in our quick hit news stories, uh, there is a new exotic weapon in Destiny. It is a revamp of the Outbreak Prime uh, from the original Destiny. It's called the Outbreak Perfected. Uh, they dropped this in much as they did uh, with Whisper of the Worm, where they had a hidden exotic quest that the community stumbled upon and found. Uh, and it looks pretty cool, actually. Uh, apparently, the pulse rifle is all the rage in the new meta right now. Uh, if you go into the crucible, expect to see a lot of nanites flying around. And uh, but yeah, like I said, I like when they do this. Um, it's fun because again, they don't tell anybody that they do it. Uh, it's just up for the community to kind of to kind of find for themselves, and it kind of happens uh, very organically, which is one of the cool things about the <coughs> Destiny community still. Um, but you can get it. There's a heroic adventure that you have to do. Uh, and that gets you a item. You have to find these six nodes inside of lost sectors. And then once you've done that, uh, you can do the mission, which is a 690 mission. So come in with your best fucking fire team. Uh, and it's and much like the uh, Whisper in the Worm mission. It is a 20-minute timed mission uh, that you have to complete in order to get the weapon. So, All right. 
So before we move on to our top stories of the week, uh, don't forget to go to youtube.com slash dense pixels, click the red subscribe button and ring the bell icon. We post this podcast in video format every single week, as well as a few other bits of video content. Whenever I do let's plays, it's always on our YouTube channel. So again, that's youtube.com slash dense pixels. Don't forget to subscribe to the premium side of the TMP studios network. You can do that by going to densepixels.com slash premium. That gets you access to our premium slate of shows. Still working on editing the fucking Mission Impossible 2 podcast. I'm, I'm assuring you guys it's a doozy. Uh, I'm trying to get it done this week, but there was some problem in the audio files, so it's been a more arduous process uh, than I anticipated originally. But again, you can look forward to that. Just $5 a month or $50 for the entire year. So again, densepixels.com slash premium. No matter what podcatching app you use to listen to your podcast, make sure you subscribe to this show, The Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, and coming distractions so that you can check out all of the TNP Studios Network content. And since we don't have a post office this week, I will tell you also now, whenever you buy anything on Amazon, big or small, go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. You'll pay the same low price, but you also help financially support your favorite video game podcast. Thank you guys to all of you who use our Amazon link. If you have not done it yet, what's stopping you? Give it a shot. It's real easy. Again, densepixels.com slash Amazon. And you, too, can help support your favorite video game podcast. Uh, I will give the baton to Micah uh, because we have to talk about the latest state of play slash Nintendo Direct that Sony just put out last week. Yes. So um, they put one out and last one was what? Half hour. This one was uh, a type 15. And um, I had no idea what they would show. Um, well, they the, beforehand they had announced that they were going to do a quote deep dive on medieval, <laughs> which was not exciting anybody that was coming into this fucking presentation. What? Yeah, yeah. Look, if if it's not exciting us, you know, the people that played that game twenty years ago, uh, it ain't gonna excite anybody younger than us. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they did. Let's we can start with medieval. Um, medieval is coming up again. Uh, they, they the original medieval debuted in October of '98, I think, and um, this one is coming out October 25th, 2019. Um, I, I played medieval briefly. Um, I really didn't have a, a a PlayStation until the PS01e, so I just played a little bit of it, but I never really got it. Um, I played it on PSP, got stuck, didn't didn't pick <laughs> it up again. I never that. played it because it didn't look fun. It 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 was it's it's a, again it, it it falls into this like late nineties where everyone was making a three D, you know, hacking a three D platform action game basically, and that's what this is. Right. So yeah. it was kind of like Spyro, but not as good. That's, I don't that's know how many people have fond memories of medieval. I have no idea. Like of all, like when they first announced they were doing this, I'm like. Who's asking for this? <laughs> like, is there really people that are just like fucking hang? Like, where is Sir Daniel Fortescue? <laughs> We've missed him for so long. Like, no, <laughs> nobody was saying this. So fucking bizarre. It's strange. I don't. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> it seems like something Tim Burton would do. You know, what I mean? like that. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, next up, let's talk about away. The survival series. Um, when this game came on, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? 
It is a game in which you play, what is this thing, Brad? A flying muskrat? Uh, it's called the Sugar Glider. A Sugar Glider. I okay. don't, is that a real thing? I'm going to Google that while you're talking about Away. Um, yeah, so you play as a, a Sugar Glider. And um, holy shit, it is. It's real. I, I will. Uh, so, according to Wikipedia, the sugar glider is a small, omnivorous, arboreal, and nocturnal gliding possum belonging to the marsupial infraclass. So, uh, so you play a marsupial, and um, it can fly or glide. Um, it's kind of like a survival, like a survival game in which you're just kind of surviving nature, right? And I, I don't know. This is another game that. I guess I'm just too stupid or too old or too both to to fully appreciate. It looks very pretty and it, it looks does. like it could be fun, maybe. And they're just the spider at the end of it. I don't like that at all. No yeah, well, uh, they were trying to terrify you specifically, Terrence, with that with that reveal. Nope. Nope. No, I want uh if I want to play an if I'm gonna play an animal in a game, it better be primal rage. They that? uh they, they did get the guy that did the soundtrack for uh for Planet Earth to do the music for this game. So there you go. Planet Earth the video game. Yeah. Does Isn't that sound like another game coming out where you play some kind of mammal? <clears throat> like a monkey or something. I'm sure there is, but it's probably uh, escaping us at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's coming out like Late this year or something like that. I don't remember. Um, what's with these games? Where they make you play animals and you have to survive. What's, what's going on with this? I mean, it is different, right? Like yeah, we all we, we complain about um the industry just churning out first person shooter after first person shooter. So I'm not going to completely shit on this game. Um the concept is sound, right? It's something that I've never I don't know if I've never seen it before. But um, this yeah. is the kind of game. If it, if it gets good reviews, I will get it when it's like ten dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like or when it's free on PlayStation Plus. Probably, so <laughs> right, right. Like Flower, right? Like if you look, if you put out if you look at Flower, you're like, what the fuck is this, right? But then I actually played Flower and I really enjoyed it. But I played it when it was free. So and this seems like that type of game. Like you said, this is a this is a PlayStation Plus. Uh, choice for me. Um, next, let's talk about um, Riverbond. Uh, look, I took one look at this game and immediately turned off. So, Brad, <laughs> you're gonna have to tell me what this is. So, it is a uh, it's called a shoot and slash, um, where it's it's basically like a dungeon crawling game. Essentially, and you can play it cooperatively. Uh, Micah was immediately dissuaded from it because it has 16 bit pixelated graphics, which, uh, or as they call it, a voxel art style. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Uh, the big yeah, thing like, is uh, this, um, what's that game called? The, the, the super popular one, the one in Minecraft, started. yeah, Minecraft, yeah, yeah uh, Minecraft, Minecraft was the Fox. was the uh. The other one, Roblox and Roblox. Shit like that, right? right? So, um, the thing that's one thing they showed during the trailer for this is that they have a ton of different skins that you can uh, get from other famous independent games like Guacamelee and Enter the Gungeon and Bastion and Psychonauts and stuff like that. Um, and it's a couch co-op game, 
which is always fun. Uh, I'm willing to give this a shot. See, I do like these kind of like hack and slashy, like button mashy types of games. So like if uh, if the game is good, uh, I could see me getting this and my wife and I playing it together, that sort of thing. Um, so I'm not writing it off because I'm not, a gr- again, a grumpy old man. That's the theme of the show is Mike is a grumpy old man who doesn't yeah. like things. I, I uh, don't. And I don't like it when they take uh, indie games with very unique and interesting art styles and just turn them into blocks. <laughs> I don't I don't I, I don't like it. I, I mean, again, like my uh, Minecraft did literally the same thing for everything. So yeah. they have Mass Effect packs in Minecraft, Mike. I don't know if you know. Yo, uh, I could have gone my entire life without <laughs> you telling me that. God damn. <laughs> All right. Um, next up, let's talk about Monster Hunter World Iceborne. They certainly did. <laughs> yeah, boy. Not this, look, this, look, this was like half the fucking presentation, by the way. Yeah, man. It uh, it comes out September 6th, and it's a whole new area um, with new monsters to, to kill. So this is a kind of this is pretty much just like a expan- uh, expansion, like like Monster Hunter one point five. Um, and look, by the way, they're they're saying this might have as much content as the original release had, essentially. That is uh, that's pretty amazing, actually. <clears throat> um, I tried to get into Monster Hunter, man. I really did. I just didn't like the way it felt. We have we have to ask our resident Monster Hunter expert if he's going to be interested in getting this expansion when it comes out. You talking about me? Yeah, you're, you're, you're the one that's uh, something in like 120 yeah, fucking yeah, hours in the game. So. Fucking time is that game? Um, I haven't played it in a while. Like, I think it's still on my PlayStation. I think so. Um, it would take yo. I ain't played it in almost like eight months. Yo, it would take me like a, a, a solid day to get back into the the mechanics of that fucking game because I would not know what the fuck I'm doing. It's not easy to get into that game at all. And apparently this was the easiest version to get into. Fuck that. Much like <laughs> much like when we were earlier. Like, nah, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like I gotta re- I gotta play Monster Hunter again um to kind of rev up for this. You and know what though? It it would not shock me if they almost did like like with as much content as this game has, it would or this game <laughs> shit, this expansion has, it wouldn't shock me if they actually did like a re-tutorial option or something like that. Yeah, for players would, that hadn't played in a year, this it's a lot to that game, man. There's so much, and I, even all the time I put into it, I still there were certain classes I just did not know how to fuck use or yeah, weapon. Use man, it's crazy. Um, what did you end up using? Uh, the what? What one? I think by the time I f- like kind of stopped, I was using the um the lance, um, the one that turned into a gun. Yeah, I try. I, that just it, it's it not work for me. Yeah, it's it's weird using it. Um, and then the 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 little pole, or whatever the fuck those called, but the little, I, I don't remember the name of the goddamn weapons. <laughs> it's been that long. I but used, it, like it was three that I used. I used the the, the pole, the lance, and uh, or like the gun lance. I think it's called actually. Yeah, I didn't like I didn't like that either. I never um, was able to use the katana. I try, yo. I try so hard to use that katana. I, I really wanted to use it, and I just it's like, hard. Like, I, it's very powerful, but I'm like, I can't use it. Like, this is what happens when Sephiroth actually wields that big ass sword. <laughs> 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 it weighs thirty seven pounds. Um, 
and I use, and then I ended up using like uh, ranged stuff. But then you know, I tried to use the airborne arrows. I couldn't really use just that. like like the like just taking. Well, and then I think I used a gun and like taking pot shots. Like doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then, and then those monsters have just tremendous amounts of health, man. Like I'm, I'm just like I'm. So you got to fight those monsters in waves. Like they run away. You got to chase them. And it's it's a lot, but um, I don't know. It depends if I'm if I'm in that kind of mood, then I might. I don't know how much is the expansion going to be. Have they said? Oh, it's. I think it's at least forty, if not yeah. more. So, I mean, that game you get your money's worth value from Monster Hunter. Like you, like it's not going to be a waste of money. If that's your thing, you will not waste your money spending how much they charge for it, even if it's sixty bucks. I mean, I I really do almost feel like that this is the sequel to monster hunter world it's just that they didn't want to make a whole new base game so right. it's just here you you're getting the you're getting an expansion you have to own the game originally but let's get real that's the people that this is going to be appealing to anyway right. so yeah, those people are still those people are still playing monster hunter the game is two years old how when wait when did monster hunter come out uh two Jan- two january's ago was, uh oh eight right. january so yeah <laughs> So, speaking of hunting monsters, Predator Hunting Grounds. I'm actually excited about this game. You know what? Way. You know what? This is, <laughs> this is what Evolve should have been. It is? And this is it, what Evolve should have been. Like, who Huh? But you're one person playing the Predator, the other people are playing the... Uh, yes. Yeah. It is an asymmetrical... It's, it's from okay. the same folks that, did, that developed uh, the Friday the 13th game. That came out a couple years ago. That's fine, but we don't know how it's going to play yet. True, it's still it's still over a year away. Uh, yeah. But I this is this is the franchise that I want. Like I was never compelled yeah. to get into to evolve or or Friday the Thirteenth or any of the other asymmetric ones. You're making a fucking Predator game. I'm <laughs> gonna be there. Yeah, man. Like this is this is the license to to mine, and this is you know it. If everything goes well, this is the way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, who like who doesn't want to hunt the predator? And who, who doesn't want to be the predator? Who doesn't want to be the predator? You know what I'm saying? Like, if they do this right, they got to have the skins for the characters from the movies, right? Oh, well, they're they're working with Fox, so oh, so that, that, that the the, the barrier to do this should be pretty low, I would assume. Right. So. Yeah. And then yeah, no yeah. Danny Glover. I'm playing Danny Glover. Oh no! Oh no! no, 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 no it's uh, fucking. Man, I'll be I'll be rocking the Bill Duke skin all day, every day in this fucking game. Danny <laughs> um, Glover, sweaty ass silk shirt. That's what I, want. I yo, I really want to. I really want an urban level. By the way, because <laughs> Los Angeles, just a hot ass Los Angeles. This is a this is a PlayStation exclusive, by the way. Wow. <laughs> Game is due out next year. Uh, yeah, asymmetrical, um, asymmetrical uh, gameplay. Somebody's the predator. Uh, a couple other people are um, uh, the Marines hunting the predator. Yo, uh, come on, man. Um, I, I just I I need someone to say sexual tyrannosaurus in this game at some point. <laughs> like, I'm just curious as to like. There's so many different like ways that you can do this man like and i i want to see the predator in action man like i want to i want the predator to be fucking broken like there's no way if you know how to play these types of games there's no way if you are the predator uh you will lose a one-on-one contest <laughs> but like say could you imagine also like being able to like set traps for it and stuff like that and, yeah, and do man. all that shit 
Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait, man. Um, here's a game that uh, a lot of other people can't wait for. <laughs> I can wait. I can wait. I mean, I'm not gonna. Well, front. It, it's good thing you can because you're going to. <laughs> I'm not gonna front. I'll pick it up when it comes out. But you know, uh, I can wait. Uh, I will. I will probably at least uh, pick up the first episode of of this game. Yeah, because you know that's what they're doing. Because they are doing that. They confirmed yeah, it already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're only showing you the bombing run. Like they're only showing you the first part of this game. Oh, of course. And uh, this game we're talking about is Final Fantasy VII Remake. I I, I don't like <laughs> I don't like the name. Um, like call it Final Fantasy VII. Like give it a different subtitle. Final Fantasy VII Remake just doesn't sound right to me. It sounds like seven. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. At this point, you've heard Resident Evil 2. Good. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Yeah, there's no reason they can't. <laughs> it's Final Fantasy 7 Part 1. Apparently, this is this was just a teaser. I'm assuming they're going to talk more about this at E3. Yeah. Um, they, they're, they're, it's going to be playable at E3. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, we, yeah. you know, we got to see, we got to see, uh, like like I said, the bombing run mission basically, or parts of it. Uh, nice to see that they're sticking with the source material and how much of a fucking caricature stereotype Barrett is Yo, in the game. The f- <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, thought his dialogue in the game was bad, just wait till you hear it in fully voice glory. So. Yeah, good lord. Um, but look, it looks. Uh, it, I'm not gonna lie, looks good. Looks good. Yeah, I'm interested in this- using like the Final Fantasy 15 engine. Yeah. I'm very curious to see if it's just Final Fantasy 15 or like how is this going to play. Um, it looks like you can switch characters um, okay. on the fly. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm very, very curious about this game that will never come out within my lifetime. <laughs> I don't like. I don't care for Barrett's hair. <laughs> Look, like look. have you have you seen like a still shot, like a close up of his of his character model? Uh, I haven't. I will look for it, but I've also seen every other black person's hair in video games. So yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, it, it, it's. I am desensitized to it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck they pulled off clouds, fucking. A bouquet of triangles that are on his head, and they pulled it off in this, but they can't do Barrett. All right, yo. All right, <laughs> whatever. Uh, ba- base, basically, he looks like a fucking bionic commando. Basically, that's <laughs> just Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm looking at how involved this is, and how it's just like the bombing run, and then I'm thinking about like when that game opens up. Like it opens up. So how is this gonna work, man? I I have the I have a really bad feeling that it is gonna be linear as fuck. I mean, it kind of has to be at this point, right? Like if you're if, if well, if and and from what I understand, like, I can't. I don't know if this is rumor or or if this has a basis in reality. It's probably just rumor. So take this with a grain of salt. But they are basically making Final Fantasy VII. Um, but they are streamlining it, so they are eliminating all of the side shit and just fucking main pathing the game essentially. I mean, at the feast of purpose. I don't I, see. I know. I, I don't see how else you're gonna do it. I don't. I don't like like no no airship, no open world, none of that. Right? 
Oh, there'll be yeah. an airship because that's in the main story of the game. I mean, it'll be an airship, but uh, I mean, you can't control it. Like, oh, probably not. You'll probably just go from one area to the next, just advancing the right, fucking right plot of the game. Because this is this is going to be this is going to be aimed at a specific clientele. They're not gonna like that, yo. They're gonna play that first episode or whatever the fuck they're gonna call it. They're like, yo. No, what but, is, but the nah. thing is, they they will like it. Terrence. That's like, yeah. like they are they are they are used to having shit shoveled at them and just fucking smiling and taking it honestly. Like yeah, they, with Square Games. Yeah, they they will they will. That's a problem. Look, look at look at reaction videos for for this. Fucking Max Miller. Wait, look. We like Maximilian. We like that guy. That motherfucker did a 16-minute video on this three-minute clip. <laughs> Where they showed you nothing. Nothing. By the way. Like, you, look, got, you got glimpses of gameplay. And look, I, look, if you are a huge fan, look, I was right there with you. I, I, I you know, we, we joke about this game, but the, the game is a milestone setter, right? Like, it... It brought people into oh, it's it's, it's it game. is one of it is it is unequivocally, and I say this with no hyperbole at all. It is one of the three most important video games of all time, not best, right? But most important. But like, uh, you are going to do yourself a disservice if you are thinking that you are going to get the Final Fantasy VII experience from the '90s with this um, art style. It's like it just. <laughs> you you will don't get your feelings hurt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, did, they did Final Fantasy 15. Wasn't that, that wasn't open world. I never played Final Fantasy 15. Is it, it's not as it's not as open world as this. Like they had a car in it, but because everything was open world for Final Fantasy. It's just essentially just the overworld that you're just kind of walking through until you go from town to town. It's not necessarily open world. So you don't yeah. think they do that. <sighs> Not with this. I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't think you can have a character just kind of walking around. Like, I think you're gonna. I think this is gonna be streamlined, or it's gonna be, or it's gonna be like like twenty episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's gonna be like the three discs, like they did for the original game. Yeah, it, and it is. It is very much end of part one. Wait till wait three months for part two. Like, see, no, I'm not. Three no, months. Not yeah. Three, three months. That's hilarious. Three months. Well, they've been two. working on the game for however long they said they've been working on it. It should be done, right? They've been working on. They like, worked one. on Kingdom Hearts three for fucking ten years. You <laughs> think this is coming along any quicker than that? Yeah, see, people are getting their hopes way the fuck up. They're gonna have remember part that? one, then they're gonna wait another like two years for part two. Like, no, just remember, at the point, just wait. Remember when Final Fantasy fifteen was called Final Fantasy versus thirteen, and then you <laughs> realize, oh shit, we're probably not gonna have a Final Fantasy fifteen. So let's just make this Final Fantasy fifteen. Mm. That's what, yeah, that's what happened, folks. <clears throat> right. They were like, we don't have a game coming out in our main line, so whatever, yo. Let's just call this shit Final Fantasy Fifteen. Nobody gives a fuck. So, yeah, well, okay. So that was state of play. Like again, I I love Final Fantasy Seven. Okay. <laughs> like I said, right. I'll I'll play episode one. It better not cost. That should be dollars. It nah. better be fucking ten. Nah. It's gonna be forty. Yeah. It's gonna be forty dollars. <laughs> it's gonna be forty dollars, and gonna be five of them. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Watch, yo. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even want to think about that and how right you probably are. <laughs> that's 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 the fucking terrifying part about it. <laughs> no, I, maybe I'm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. 
I don't know. Speaking of us being right, uh, it was only a matter of time before legis- uh, you know, legislators came after the video game industry in regards to loot boxes. Uh, but that is happening now. Uh, Josh Hawley is a freshman senator from the great state of Missouri. Uh, Josh Hawley, also notable for being one of the people uh, that was running on protecting pre-existing conditions uh, while simultaneously suing uh, to remove them, <laughs> to, to fucking remove the ACA. Uh, but I digress. Uh, he is he's proposing new legislation for loot boxes. Uh, he has a bill uh, that's entitled the Protecting Children from Abusive Games Act. Uh, that, that title has fucking, I mean, he hit all the buzzwords. Yeah, pretty Protect much. children abuse. Like, all right, yeah. So the bill... Um, and, and this is, it's just in the proposal stage right now. It hasn't moved at all since this happened. Um, includes basically prohibit uh, prohibitions from loot for loot boxes and pay to win features in games that are aimed at minors. Uh, the part of the bill that's a little hinky is how it determines uh, what games are aimed at minors. His bill uses the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, uh, which was passed back in 1998. And basically, it points to games that have childlike avatars, kid-friendly music, uh, in-game hosts that are popular TV characters. Uh, but his bill would also apply to games with wider audiences. Uh, th- and I'm quoting from the bill here, games with wider audiences whose developers knowingly allow minor players to engage in microtransactions like Fortnite. Um, <laughs> and it would be on the FTC to enforce the bill, basically. Um, of course, the ESA pushed back against this as you would expect them to do saying that this shit's already in place and it's fine. Um, This seems like a pretty heavy reach, like outright prohibiting or trying to outright prohibit loot boxes from being in games. Uh, It's also pretty fucking rich coming from, you know, the free market party who just relies on the free market to fucking settle everything. I'm not trying to make this a huge political discussion, but I can't help but fucking wade into it. Um, Look, we had to see this coming. Uh, I think this is a very heavy-handed approach, or at least a shot at it. I, I honestly don't see how this has any chance to fucking make it out of, <laughs> make make it into something that has to be worried about. But look, uh, people are coming for the game industry. Um, this is the this is the byproduct of failing to police yourselves uh, and letting shit get out of control. Basically, and you know, when fucking Epic's raking in money hand over fist, and mm-hmm. when EA's raking in money hand over fist, and Activision's raking in money hand over fist, uh, you're gonna raise the ire of DC. That's just how this shit fucking works. Um, what do you guys think about this uh, this bill that uh, Josh Hawley would like to propose? Look, I don't like microtransactions, so if they got rid of them, good. But like at the same time, calm down. <laughs> it's like watch your fucking kids. Um, don't give your kids your credit card information. Um, yeah. But then again, like Saudi's old, like older people are doing the same shit. I have a qu- quick question before you, before you answer. There's always a, there's always a debate on like hardcore gamers and casual gamers and so on and so forth. Um, casual gamers usually meaning like people that play like free to play games on their phones and shit like that. That's the entirety of like the loot box model, right? Like, when you play games on your phone, it's like, oh, I want to beat this level. I don't have enough coins or whatever, so I'm just gonna go ahead and pay five bucks. So, well, I see, phone, phones are like mobile games like that are arguably 
worse because they that's, use, that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So like that particular model, like, but they're like again, paid games are getting closer and fucking closer to that type of model, yeah. Like, look at fucking Mortal Kombat. It's not as bad, but look at Mortal Kombat, for example. Like, okay, this skin is exclusive for this amount of time. If you have the money to do so, you can buy it now. Or, or if you have the coins to do so, you can buy it now. But if you don't, five bucks, you get the skin. Like, and it forces you. Clearly, like, that's, that's first of all, that's manipulation. That, like, it's it's manipulating the person into saying, like, okay, I'll just shell out this five bucks. And that's and what I'm saying. You, like, it forces you to log in every day. Right. So like, what I'm, that, which again is more and more opportunity for you to fucking dole out more money. And, right. So with that being said, do you think like again, like every if you play games, you're a gamer, but at the same time, like there's there are levels to this shit, right? Like like casual gamers, they'll 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 just be like, all right, fuck it, I'll just put money. I don't have the time to actually put in to unlock the shit. So do you think I'm not going to say it's their fault, <laughs> per se, but do you think they're kind of the cause of why these big game companies are making you pay 60 bucks, but also implementing these fucking microtransactions that you see on, like, oh, oh, game oh like yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Like, like, it's, they, they are absolutely taking cues from the mobile industry. Yeah. And look, and that drives me crazy. Like, I hate mobile games. Some games I do play because I'm bored. But like I'm never gonna give give money to unlock. Suck my no. Uh, Elder <laughs> Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Blades, the exactly. Skyrim that was introduced, uh, <laughs> that was introduced at E3 last year. Uh, that's making its way not only to phones and tablets, but also to consoles at some point as well. Uh, is in I think open beta right now, and even they have the hey like. You can, you know, wait six hours to open this treasure chest, or you could give me a little bit of currency to open it now, so you don't have to sit there and wait for it. Like even that, like that mechanic is finding its way into fucking Elder Scrolls. That's insane, man. At this point, um, absolutely, they take their cues from the from the mobile industry. Now, I do, I do think there's a separation though between that, like time, like like time saving mechanics, which I think are arguably worse. And loot boxes, which I think people again, we we mentioned the G word on this podcast all the time is people's, you know, association of loot boxes with gambling. The fact that you don't know what you're buying when you get, you know, these loot boxes. And I think that's more of where legislation is going to be focused. For some reason, I don't think they give a shit about these games <laughs> where, you know, you can fucking build, you know, build a building in Clash of Clans and you can wait 24 hours for it to be built or you can give us, you know, $2 and we'll build it in two seconds yeah. and, and that sort of thing. I don't think they give a fuck about that. I think it's easy to go after loot boxes specifically uh, because of the gambling aspect or the or the chance aspect that goes with them. And yeah. I think you're seeing the game industry to their credit, I think you're seeing them realize that to a point where I feel like that loot boxes are starting to be pared back a little bit. Like, I think you're, I, I think I'm trying to think of all the games that have come out, like the big games that have had microtransactions that have come out in the past year. And I'm struggling to think of many paid games that have legitimate, like, fucking pull the slot lever loot boxes at this point. That was, um, Star Wars Battlefront 2. That was that was over a year ago though. I'm saying like that was that was the big like reckoning for everybody. They took those out. They they are not there at all anymore. Right. They're not there at all anymore. 
Shadow War took out their fucking microtransaction marketplace. That's not there at all anymore. I mean, Apex has them, but Apex is a free-to-play game. Like, you don't have to pay a dime. Not only do they they have it, but then they have the chances of what you, like, whether it be Epic or, like, regular, they have the percentages of what you're going to get when you actually get the boxes. So that's that's something they put in. Like, you have, like, a 0.3% chance to get, like, an Epic something or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you are guaranteed to get something Epic every 30 boxes you open. So that's how they do it. I'm like, nigga, that's $30. Yo, come on, <laughs> like, really, this is not making it any better, my nigga. But at least they put the percentages up to forward. I'm like, that doesn't help. And it's like 1,600 different things to unlock in that game. Yeah. No. But, but again, I think, I think that this is the typical thing that you see, um, especially when fucking Congress gets involved. And, and to be fair, so we are, when, whenever like congressional bodies get involved in this stuff, we, we typically like point and laugh at, cause it's usually like old white men and women that are fucking out of touch and don't understand what they're talking about. Josh Hawley's 39 years old. He's one of the youngest senators uh, in, I think he might be the youngest senator in the Senate serving currently. And so he's of our generation. Yeah, he grew up playing games. Right, he probably still does. Fuck it, this bullshit. For, for, I mean, for, for all of his purposes, he Which probably is, is probably why he's 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 spearheading it. Like, yo, I played games when they were just done. <laughs> like I paid my sixty bucks. I didn't have loot boxes. What the fuck is this? Right. So he's probably probably trying to do something about it because it's bullshit. He like he knows it's bullshit, but. And so, so I think I think that he's not going to go away quite as easily as right. some of the other folks in uh, in, in the past that have kind of dipped their toe in the water. Yeah, he's essentially giving the core demographic a voice. Well, and not only that, but he his claim to fame actually, um, he was one of the lead attorneys in the Hobby Lobby case, which, if those of you recall from a couple of years ago, that was argued before the Supreme Court, uh, that reinforced the quote religious freedom rights of corporations. Um, that was determined that, so he's got some cred, uh, behind him. So again, I think this is a little too heavy handed. I don't think that, I I think there's a first amendment challenge. If you're going to try to outright bar games from having these mechanics in them. Um, but it's going to cause people to take a sharper look at this, especially if this bill does gain any traction. And again, you, you brought this on yourselves, game companies. Yeah. People don't like this shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> they don't. Yeah, but, but here's, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. They, but they do. <laughs> they do. Like, well, and, 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 work, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing that you have to remember. Who pays the end cost at the end of the day? It's never the companies. Like you may say, oh, it would be fantastic if they got rid of these mechanics. No, it wouldn't, because then you're going to start paying eighty dollars for video games. And you're gonna be really fucking pissed off about that. I don't believe that though. Yeah. I you you think corporate Terrence, do you really think that these companies are just gonna make less money? Do you think that they're just gonna let you think they're gonna let their stockholders just fucking eat their shirts in the fucking market? Right. Do you think <laughs> you think you think Bobby Kodak's not collecting his sixty-five million dollar right. bonus and salary at the end of the year? Do you think that's not happening? They're no. laying people off. They're <laughs> look, look, all right. Look, you know what your games you can find? All right, fine. Well, th- then you just put this person on the street. <laughs> like that's 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 what's gonna happen. And you can't lay off everybody. No. And so so again, I I, I think it does need to be reined in and it is imperative that the game companies do this shit themselves before it is done for them because again it will be done in a way that they don't like it and at the end of the day the consumers are the ones that are going to pay the cost not the game companies. Mm. 
So. You know how much $65 million is a day? Uh, it's a lot. <laughs> it's $178,000 a day. It's a lot of money. That's disgusting. <laughs> Yet they can't pay. All right. You know what? That just made me really bad. I just was like, yo, $65 million, that's a lot of money. Let me see how much that is if you break it up. Well, see, this, this is why I went second, because I didn't want to end the show <laughs> on an angry note. So, Terrence, <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about Apex Legends coming to mobile and why the game might be dead. <laughs> well, I didn't know it was coming to mobile. Um, so apparently, uh, Apex Legends is coming to mobile. That's whatever. You won't see me playing that shit. I, I, I refuse to even attempt to play a shooter on a mobile. Console. I I know that I, I I get that phones and and tablets are you know getting mighty powerful nowadays. And Fortnite works fine on mobile, and apparently PUBG works fine on mobile. And this this is probably inevitable, and we shouldn't be surprised about it. I still couldn't even fucking imagine playing Apex Legends. On mobile. Nah, yeah. There's too much. There's <laughs> too much going on. <laughs> but PUBG can be played on mobile, apparently. With a, a, a ton of fucking auto aim. You can't aim a goddamn gun on a fucking phone, yeah? You can't. <laughs> you can't. But the funny part is, like, you can play, like, people on, on at Fortnite, at least, you can play people on their phone. And they have an advantage. <laughs> because their fucking auto, like, the aim assist is immense. On a phone. <laughs> it's, cr- it's so fucking weird. I'm like, nah, get out of here. Y'all play in your own goddamn rooms. Fuck you. <laughs> kind of like a mouse and keyboard uh, people. Like, if they make this crossplay, I'm not playing people on PC. Suck my dick. No. <laughs> no, you know. I'm already terrible enough. I don't need to be playing somebody with a mouse and keyboard on Apex Legends. But anyway, uh, it's coming out on mobile, apparently. Um, but a lot of people are saying that the game is essentially dying. And that's kind of bullshit. When, when are, but before you, before you go into details, mm-hmm. when are people going to fucking learn about the ebbs and flow, especially for <laughs> games that are fucking connected online games? Like, every single video game goes through fucking peaks and valleys of users. Right. You always get a sh- the most people you're ever going to see in the first month the game comes out and then it's a steady then decline, it, it, it decline until it plateaus and then it just kind of waves on this like same fucking wavelength well, there, happens there are, with every game yeah people are fucking dumb and I think we have the the and then I wanted to get into a little bit of more of a discussion about this but I think our attention spans are like less than zero at this point but <clears throat> the thing is dying because the first month there was like 50 million people playing this today like at any given time. It was a lot of fucking people playing this game. I don't know if it was playing at the same time or watching it on Twitch or whatever. But 50, it was a lot. 50 million, uh, they had 50 million unique users in the first unique, month. Right, first month. Um, it came out later that a lot of people, a lot of influencers on Twitch and, and YouTube were were paid to play the game to kind of get its, get its name out there. And again, if, if anybody remembers, this game just came out of the fucking blue. People heard about it one, on the weekend and like two days later, bam, it was, it was free to play. It was kind of crazy. And it's a very good game. But since then, like it's slowly declined. Like season one has been pretty lackluster. I'm on, I'm like, like, like a level 87 out of 110. Um, and it's really like the incentive to, to get through the 110 levels is just a gun that I rarely use, <laughs> which is, that has a kind of a badass skin. Uh, so they're going to have to improve that. But the reason people are saying it's dying is because, again, like just less than like, it averages instead of 50 million <laughs> fucking uh, unique users, 
maybe up like a million. That's still a lot of fucking people. Like you don't see as many people streaming on Twitch, but it still gets like 300,000 people watching it per week. That's still a lot of fucking people. So uh, I, I, I pulled up, I figured this was going to come up. So I have the Twitch directory pulled up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Apex Legends is currently sitting at number 12. Now, A Plague Tale, which just came out, is above mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Uh, GTA 5 is the, currently the top streamed game at the moment. I guess they have an event or something going on in GTA 5. Yeah, GTA 5 have been up there for like seven years. <laughs> right. So um, but it has more people than Rage 2. Which is just now coming out, so I'm sure that'll probably it's coming, out tomorrow. Right, coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it's got more people than World of Warcraft currently. Hearthstone, Black Ops Four, Rocket League. Like, it's not like it's in the fucking doldrums or anything here. Right, and it's fucking Monday night. <laughs> right. So people are saying it's dying. It's like, like less people watching it, less people playing it. But uh, if you look it up, it's the number three game played on Xbox Live. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> number three. On Xbox. <laughs> I don't know what it is on PC. I don't know. Uh, it's probably in like top 10 on PlayStation 4. Um, so a lot of people are still playing this. But the thing is, again, like it was paid users. They were like, yeah, we, we, we paid to play it. We don't play it anymore. We moved on to whether, whatever the fuck. Maybe they just didn't like it. But they paid. They or, were paid to play. or Division 2 came out and they're playing that right, right now. Or, you know, or whatever other Borderlands thing. event. And so they're doing Borderlands content right now. Like it's not still like releasing videos on like getting better at Apex Legends. Uh, they're like um, uploading their gameplay. People like really good. People still get like hundreds of thousands of hits on like Let's Plays and shit like that. But, pe- but people are coming up with this narrative that it's dying and it doesn't make any fucking sense. So my thing, my question is. I guess as far as like YouTube influencers and shit like that goes, because they're the you if you if you like Google that shit on YouTube, if you like search YouTube, just put in Apex Legends dying or fading or whatever whatever um, phrase you want to use. Like, do you think like the influencers are? I know that they're trying to get clicks and shit like that, and they just they want you to click to see what their reasoning for it, and it's usually just because it's not a lot of people watching it anymore or not as many people as the first month playing it. But to me, it just seems like people just have really, really short attention spans. <laughs> like the game was cool. It's not cool anymore. We're going to move on to something. Now it's dead. That's not how things work. Like, again, like honestly, to be honest, it's been a minute since I've actually played. I mean, I played a couple of days ago and I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm waiting for them to release some new, some new content. Because while I really love the game, like I want a new gun or something like that. And Fortnite is literally updating every like four days. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Because Epic puts a billion dollars behind that game because that game has made seven billion dollars in the last two years or whatever. Well, and, and Respawn specifically came out and said a couple, like I think a week or so ago, they came out and said, Look, we're not gonna be like Fortnite and putting yeah. out updates every week. Like we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try to do more substantial updates. But they're right. going to come, they're going to be more sparse because we're not, like that's not what we're trying to do. An Infinity or Endgame thing for when that game, when that movie came out. Like, they, they had all that for the, um, the Avengers weapons and shit. No, 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 no. But Endgame's dead because it didn't make $500 million in the second. <laughs> like, that's the shit that, just, like, I don't like people, you know, people get on my fucking nerves. Like, people, if it's not the number one thing, it's dead. So in, 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 influencer culture is an interesting um, is an interesting bring up with this. So 
I've talked about Entash on the show before. He's one of the few uh, influencers that I actively follow and watch a lot of videos that he puts out. Mm-hmm. So he talked about very recently how, so he used to exclusively do Destiny. And the problem with being a, a single game streamer is that unless you have, unless you're fucking ninja and you're like the Fortnite guy, you know what I mean? Like, unless you are the guy for this game, your, your audience will wane as the game wanes, like when destiny is, is down, his, uh, his views are down when destiny is back up because a new piece of content comes out or something crazy happens, his views go back up. So he realized a long time ago that just sticking with one game, just doing destiny was not only not fun because these people are human beings like you and I, and would you want to sit there and just play the same game over and over and over and over and over and over again and never play for eight hours a day and never do anything else? No, it sounds fucking insane. So he realized that the best thing for his channel, the best thing that he could do is to play the popular game, like whatever the new game in the shooter space is going to be. That's what he's going to play. And he'll still go back to destiny. He'll still go back to some of these other games that, you know, when, when stuff happens that his community comes in for. But when he started switching around, like when, when division two came out, he started doing a lot of division two stuff. Now division two is kind of dropping off. So he's doing, he's been doing some borderlands content. And so like, he's kind of going around different games, but he's keeping up with the zeitgeist. And for most streamers, that's what you have to do. Because like Terrence said, our attention spans suck and we're all distracted by the next thing that comes out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Or the next thing that the next big game that comes up. Right. So when the new character comes out for Apex Legends, it's going to be like the top three then. Cause right. people are going to see how the character plays and the new content, like a new gun is coming out. Unless a gun that was the L star, if I'm not mistaken from, um, <clears throat> from the game from Titanfall, from Titanfall, God damn. From Titanfall be the next the, the next gun to come out. People are going to see how that game how that gun works. Uh, somebody somebody that has real skill, they want to see how they use it. Because I'm terrible with <laughs> with most of the guns in that game. I mean, it's our attention span, but it's something else too, man. It's like like take Destiny for example, right? Like everyone, every streamer complained when they ran through all of destiny's content uh, three months worth of content in five days right and now and now but oh the game's dead the game's dead right but meanwhile and we didn't talk about this in quick hits so the new season the season of opulence starts on june 6th uh they're dropping the raid six hours after the season starts keep an eye on twitch on June, uh, on, <laughs> or sorry, it's June 4th. Keep an eye on Twitch on June 4th and see where Destiny 2 is while the fucking raid race is going on. Right. Spoilers, like, it's going to be pretty fucking high, I would imagine. Yeah, it, whether or not a game is dead or not, first of all, I mean, I know that game is reliant on people playing it for it to, you know, work to get the experience that you need, but... I, you can't tell me that no one is playing that game. When a game is dead, that means no one is playing it. And I hate to be pedantic, right? But you're making me be pedantic. <laughs> like, you can get a game if you want to play. So, you know, uh, Apex. for Apex. Yeah. Like, it takes me 10 seconds to get into a game. Right. Like, it's, it's, you know. Right. So, the game ain't, the, the game isn't dead. You, you you just aren't playing it, you self-centered asshole. Like, 
Like that that's another thing. You know, all right, all right, here's grumpy Mike again. That's that's that's, that's, the, that's another thing with, with technology nowadays and like everybody's got their Facebook and everybody's got a Twitter. Like it makes people feel self-important. Like you wanna hear what I got. Influencers. Nigga, what the fuck? Influencer is a job. Telling people your opinion about something that doesn't mean anything is a job now and people get paid like a ton of money doing it i mean to be fair film critic has been a job for a really long time so Uh, i mean i guess man but (laughs) you know film critics at least you know film critics worth their salt not not three doofuses on a podcast (laughs) but like people people who write for uh film uh, critiques in like newspapers. They have degrees. They got journalism degrees. They might have went to film school and dropped out. And 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 I, I don't know, man. Like just playing a game and having an opinion on it is a job now, and that just blows my fucking mind, man. Well, and 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 this I think also goes into something that we talk about on the show a lot. And this again, this is the grumpiness in all of us is the fact that there is no fucking nuance anymore. There is no middle ground anymore. It's got to be the best fucking game of all time or the worst game of all time. It's epic or trash. Right. It's either, And so now now it's it's even gone to the game is popping and it's the most popular thing ever or it's fucking dead because it's not number two on fucking Twitch every single day. When literally nothing else in life is like that, except for except for digital math, nothing else is either on or off. Not even lights. They got dimmer switches. <laughs> your fucking lights in your house have more. Well, it ex- it extends to arguments. I mean, it extends to everything. It's it's the rotten tomatoes debate. You know what I mean? Like it's either if it's not, it's either fresh or it's rotten. Like it's it's binary. There is no in between. It, it amazes with this shit anymore. So how that works, man. I just, yeah, it's wow, man. Wow. What a world we live in now. (laughs) (laughs) Calm the fuck down. Yeah, everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. So whenever you guys see Terrence on Apex, just ask him why he's playing a dead-ass game. I don't uh, know. No idea. So Me neither. Who who would play such a trash dead game? I can't believe it. (laughs) If all the kids aren't playing it, then what the fuck are you even doing? And look, and, 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 and again, that just that just goes to show you and in fairness, it just goes to show you how impressive Fortnite is that they're able to retain the audience at the level they do. But again, that's the exception. Fucking workers, like <laughs> yeah, right. So they're they're fucking killing their employees to death, left and right. You know, right. let's 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 yeah. gloss over that fact. Yeah, but the, look, game is, the game is constantly being updated, but there's people behind the scenes doing them updating every week. Correct. There's right. something going on every fucking week right. in that game. It's crazy. But again, it's important to note that Fortnite is the exception that proves right. the rule. Like, they are the one anomaly in the mix. Right. And then get mad when you gotta pay for everything. Like, alright, well, look, you ain't paying for Apex. You're not paying, like, like yeah, they're not bombarding you with a bunch of microtransactions, are they? No, no. So, yeah, do you want them to bombard you with a bunch of microtransactions that people will have to buy so that they can pay people to update this more frequently? I mean, like, guys, there people there are people that fucking like that I talk to just passing through the day that are just like, 
Overwatch is a dead game. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like over um, again, I can find a match in Overwatch right. like less than a minute at any given time. I could be even three in the fucking morning. And Overwatch League is arguably the most popular fucking esport going on right now. It's constantly in the top ten on Twitch, but sure, the game's fucking dead because <laughs> you're because you're not playing it. <laughs> so, uh, well, I, I wanted to end on a positive note, and, and we ended up ending as fucking grumpy old men sitting around, fucking yelling at kids from to get off my lawn. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Goddamn. So, if you want to join in the conversation with us and all of our uh, all of our listeners, make sure you join our fan group, densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, follow us on social media. Just search for Dense Pixels, and you can find us there. Uh, subscribe to the show, no matter what app you use to get your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. YouTube.com slash dense pixels. Uh, if you want to see Terrence playing a dead game for scrubs, uh, just follow him on Twitch at apparition 410. Uh, you can also follow our, our regular co-host Gary uh, at Suppets Carry. So if you want to play, see her playing Golden Sun, another dead ass game, then uh, you can check that out as well. So that is it for us this week. Thank you guys very much for listening and watching. I uh, will see you all the next time. See you. Take it easy. <laughs>